Welcome. I'm Kevin Miller, and this podcast is called Self Helpful because not all self help is helpful. I'm your curator, critic, and translator of the best and brightest minds in the self help world today. What is self-help and how to step up to benefit from it? As this self-helpful podcast grows and as I continually read, review, and critique the latest and greatest knowledge being shared about self-help, I'm frequently exposed to misconceptions around what self-help is and isn't. I admit my own constructive criticism of the category yet am often surprised by incredibly wise people who sometimes give unconstructive criticism to the concept of self-help. And I find myself wanting to ask them if self-help is not the foundation of our personal evolution, then whose help is? Who else is responsible for helping us as adults, especially? While achieving the best and fullness of what life has to offer will only come from us getting guidance from others, it requires us to set up for that getting. This is a brief episode about stepping up with inspired intention. Friends, thank you for tuning in. The Self-Helpful Podcast was founded through the Zig Ziglar Corporation. If you're a coach or consultant or leader, really, and want to add credibility clients and impact your business, go visit Ziglar.com. This podcast exists to help you find and understand the guidance and counsel that will help you elevate your personal experience of life and the way you show up for others. Following these sponsors who help make the show possible and provide great resources for your life, I bring you a quick message on what is self-help and how to step up to benefit from it. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous. And I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, again, what is self-help and how do we benefit from it? First off, I am a word guy. So what is self-help? Wikipedia describes it like this. Self-help or self-improvement is a self-guided improvement economically, intellectually, or emotionally, often with a substantial psychological basis. 
Interesting it says that as I have so many psychologists here on the show. It goes on to say, when engaged in self-help, people often use publicly available information or support groups on the internet as well as in person where people in similar situations join together. Notice it didn't say all alone and you are trying to grow as an island unto yourself. I mean, the point was engaging in self-help. People use available information from books, podcasts, support groups, coaches, therapists, podcasts, whatever. We are going out and getting information from other other people, uh, getting their help in essence. Notice it also didn't say just getting motivated and excited, but not really gaining new knowledge from which to actually change your thoughts, behaviors, and outcomes. I mean, true self-help is, and this is where I really want to make a highlight, true self-help is self-responsibility. It's saying step one at least is up to me. I may and should get help from others, but even to get that help, step one is up to me. Maybe the first 10 steps are up to me. I can't tell anyone how many steps are up to them because I don't know where exactly you are now, where you're starting from and where you want to go. Only you know this. Thus again, only you can take responsibility for it. Only you can lift your own foot to take that first and maybe ensuing steps which might be, and is, well, it's going to be asking for help. It's going to be finding help from someone else. Again, we are limited in our growth. If you're literally on an island by yourself with no resources, how much more can you grow? It's hard to help yourself when there's nothing to draw from. And what we draw from is the help from others in various forms. It's never, though, sitting still and expecting others to take responsibility for us. I first really came head to head with this in my early adulthood. Not that I finished it, figured it out at that point. That's where I really started hitting it head on as I struggled in the religion I grew up in. And on one hand, I fell into a personal faith of self-sufficiency, which has really plagued me all my life, feeling it's all up to me. This took a long, long time to run aground where I was aware of it. And it's still something I struggle with daily. I think I always will saying, I believe in God, but living my daily life as if that God is me which I don't find valid context for this in my Bible or in the whole scope of humanity. We need other people. But on the other hand, I found so many people, again, in my religious context, who were waiting on God and waiting and waiting. And I didn't find context for this in my Bible either. The people God seemed to use were already moving. That's what stuck out to me. God seemed to use moving targets. I never found evidence of God coming in, waking someone up, clothing them, standing them up and using them like a robot or just doing it himself. He wanted people in their free will to choose to do something of value. And again, you can take that out of a biblical context and you may not be, or you may not find people not waiting on God, but they're waiting on something and someone to do for them what they really need to do for themselves. I relate to this, not as God, but as a father, I've got nine children, ages 10 to 28. When the kids are born, they have, of course, no ability for self-help, totally dependent. You change their poopy pants, you spoon feed them and you tuck them into bed. As the months and years go on, you expect them to take on more personal responsibility. Today with my adult kids, I'm absolutely here to help them in any way that I can. 
if they don't rely on me to tell them when to go to bed at an appropriate time so they can be rested for work or school, they don't ask me to come wake them, dress them and feed them. They are responsible for themselves. They're responsible to come to me if they do need my help. Uh, I am not waking up in the morning and pursuing them as to how I can or should help them. If they don't choose to ask for help from me or someone else, they'll suffer from the limits of self-sufficiency as I have. And we have a lot of, it feels like younger generation today who is not taking full responsibility for themselves. And I don't want to minimize anyone's challenges, but I actually find that those who don't take responsibility for themselves as ones who are minimizing other people's challenges, the challenges of the culture and expecting someone to overcome their own challenges to come and pick them up and move them. And it's not working. Here's another analogy in an attempt to give you a strong visual to hold on to a car engine. I almost want to say now an old school gas engine. I don't know how long we're still going to have these, but the regular cars that most of us still have outside of electronic cars, they need a battery to start. The battery is the power source that stays charged, right? If that battery doesn't take step one to turn, crank the engine and get the engine started, it doesn't matter if the engine is an exotic luxury car. It's not going anywhere. So if life has a big engine of opportunity for us, it still requires us to be that initial power source to get things started. And some will be bothered by this, but I have faith that even God looks at us that way. God gave us a body and a mind to use and looks to us to make the decision to get up and get going and then seek God for wise direction and further massive power. Or again, if God isn't in your vernacular to seek someone else who's gone before you, who is wiser than you or more experienced and to harness their massive power that they can bestow on us. Again, if you don't believe in God uh, then even more reason to look to yourself for power as otherwise you are unhealthfully just reliant only on yourself. I mean, we as humans were designed for community, for getting help from others, gleaning from them, getting guidance and wisdom. We weren't created to be autonomous. Again, even as I admit this as my tendency that I fall into, but on the other side, we have a great mass of dysfunctional codependency where we rely on others to be responsible for us in ways we need to be responsible for ourselves. And I've done this even with my kids to the point of my adult kids telling me, you know, no, daddy, don't do the things that, that we need to learn and grow and learn how to do. And it's a good point and a good lesson for me. I mean, today to be at our best and to experience the best life has to offer, we, we need guidance from others, help from others. But getting to that help, again, is up to us. Remember that definition Again, from Wikipedia, when engaged in self-help, people often use publicly available information or support groups on the internet, as well as in person, where people in similar situations join together. They seek out help is the point. That's a foundation of self-help, motivating yourself to go get help. Go find it in a book, a podcast, a class, a social group, a mentor, or a paid coach or therapist. Maybe you'll find uh, help that you can apply to yourself and and grow on your own without face to face with someone else but wherever you do find that help it's going to be from another person we have the wealth of the world in a device most of us carry in our pocket that instead of using to grow us and help us progress we look at cat videos and argue with strangers that's paraphrased from a supposedly anonymous post on reddit that's always stuck with me we have the wisdom of the ages from others before us to draw on and we can see it and apply it nearly any time all the time so what we choose to spend our time on Again, it's, that's up to us. 
which is empowering too. I'm not saying that to criticize us. What a great opportunity. In a forthcoming episode of this self-helpful podcast, I have Hindu priest Dandapani on the show. And in reading his book, The Power of Unwavering Focus, uh, it was just this morning, actually, I came to this line from him. It says, whatever I invest energy in will start to grow and manifest in my life. Meaning if I give my energy to worry and fear, it will grow in my life. If I give energy to being a victim, it that will grow in my life. If I give energy into my rights and entitlement and others taking responsibility for me, the lack I feel will grow in my life. So I'm imploring you and me to give energy to the opportunity we have right now to take the steps toward what we want, to forego a momentary appetite or pleasure or medication or fleetingly happy feeling in order to move toward a greater, deeper, abiding joy and fulfillment. So if you hear someone bashing self-help, it's likely in regards to an errant concept of what it is. It's usually around the topic of motivation where they've experienced someone working to just get people excited without really equipping them with anything new. I think getting people excited is it's great if they do know what needs to be done, which is at the core. It's knowing themselves and what they're about, what they want. I mean, this is the primary premise of my book, what drives you, which we've not yet announced. It comes out in May 16th of 2023, but you can find it on Amazon right now for pre-order. But the point is motive. Motive is your reason. And this I uphold with great, great value. We need to know our reason. When we do this, we have motive and that's drive. Drive to get up and help ourselves. Help help ourselves learn and grow and get help and guidance to transcend what we can do only by ourselves. Self-help. It's helping yourself get help, growing and progressing. Friends, thanks for joining me today in this short episode. I hope and trust it gave you a dose of confidence and increased hope and expectation for your personal ability and opportunity. Thank you for tuning in to this self-helpful podcast where I strive to help you and me elevate our personal experience of life and the way we show up for others. Stay driven, my friends. 